from Zamo Digital. Welcome to the SaaS Marketing Superstars Podcast with your host, Aaron Sikowski. This is the show where we uncover proven growth strategies from CMOs and marketing leaders behind some of the fastest growing SaaS companies. Hey, superstars. Thanks for joining us today. I'm your host, Aaron Zikowski, and today I'm chatting with Tom Hunt. Tom is the founder of Vcast, a B2B podcasting hosting company. He's also a SaaS marketing consultant and the host of the Confessions of a B2B Marketer podcast. If you're active at all in the SaaS marketing community, you've probably read some of his amazing SaaS growth studies. How are you doing, Tom? Really good, Anna. Thanks so much for the delightful introduction. My pleasure. There's a lot of good things to say about you. Um, you know, it's, even, it's hard to know where to start interviewing someone like you. You know, you're pretty well known in the SaaS marketing world already. Um, you've really built a name for yourself, um, and you're doing so many things. Um, I guess the best place I'd love to hear is, you know, a little bit of your background, how you kind of got into SaaS marketing, and, and kind of what you're up to with that. Well, yeah. First of all, thank you for saying that. My kind of goal, I guess, for the last year has, has been to grow a media brand in the SaaS marketing space specifically. Mm-hmm. And so you saying that kind of makes me feel like I'm on the right road. Um, and to your question, how, how do I get into this? Okay, so it started in 2013, where I was working in a big consulting company. And I, it, I enjoyed it, but I didn't really care about the work I was doing. So I was like, I, I want to leave. I want to be an entrepreneur and not have a boss. And so when you can't code and you want to generate income online, you basically have to learn marketing or specifically online marketing. And so really since 2013, I've spent an inordinate amount of time learning how to sell stuff on the internet. And that's been in like selling services, selling physical products, selling software. And ultimately, I've converged upon uh, the marketing of software as a subscription only really in the last like two years, I've really focused on that. And so really what we have with me is someone who has spent a lot of time studying online marketing and now is applying it specifically to marketing of software companies. All right. And, um, and so now you're very specifically focusing on building your own company, not just helping others, right? Yeah, so we have like a three-pronged attack on the... Uh, well, it's actually B2B. It's not just SaaS. It's B2B and SaaS marketing. But the, the, the three-pronged attack on this on this industry is the, the media brands, as we mentioned, which is called SaaS Marketer. Which we don't actually rank number one for that yet. So if you Google that, find us and click to help us get up there. And, yeah. and, and so that's, that's a B2B media brand. And we, we write case studies and we have a podcast. And so the idea here is that we generate attention and then we can like grow that media asset over time, um, and then ultimately send some of that attention towards our core two monetization strategies, one of which is a service, a fast growth service related to podcasts that we'll talk about shortly, I think. And then the yeah. other is a piece of software called Bcast, which uh, facilitates that SaaS growth service. All right. So so we got two problems we're going to go at here, but let, let's start with the company and the software. I think it's a little bit easier for our audience to wrap their head around. So, so tell us about Bcast. For sure. We, um, I, it's quite hard to just tell. If I, it's probably easier if I, if I start with the service. Um, I was head of marketing at a B2B SaaS company two years ago, and we started this. Well, I identified this new persona called sales operations that I thought was going to be really good. We're selling sales software and we're like, the sales operations person is the person who's the ideal buyer. Um, we, I then obviously reached out to these people to try and get them to talk to me so I could learn about them and then sell to them. As you can imagine, they just didn't reply. And I'm like head of marketing of this company and I, nothing's working. I couldn't get them to speak to me. So I was like, what are we going to do? I decided, or we, we chose sales operations or we saw that 
there, there wasn't a core audio media asset in the space. So we, we, do, we dove upon that. And now we have with what I still believe to be the most downloaded podcast in sales operations. The basic theory is we, we, we chose that position in the market. And then now we've interviewed, or I've interviewed 103 sales operations leaders from all, from all of the, like from Facebook, from Oracle, from, from everywhere. And obviously over time, this has elevated our brand or by, I've now left the company, but I'm still running that as a service. And so I've elevated our brand to the, to the pinnacle almost of the sales operations world. We were getting great SEO benefit because we're ranking for terms. Each episode is loaded onto our site. We're getting great social benefit because the guests and their business are sharing. Um, but then something really magical happened where the, the VP of sales operations, maybe I can't say the name, but they're, they're a SaaS company everyone knows, came on the, the podcast, great interview. Four months later, moved through the sales process and we, we closed a big deal that basically gave a 9 to 10x ROI on anything on time and money that we spent on the podcast, right? So I, I, was, I was running a service. Uh, I, I basically realized that this is a holy grail of B2B marketing because you have the, the long-term brand social SEO benefits, but you get the short-term uh, like direct ROI. So I left and, and now we run that process for six businesses, five SaaS and one service business, but all B2B. Um, as we were running that process, we were using, to, to run a podcast, you need to host audio files and distribute them through iTunes with some software. We, we, we were using a, a different software that we it didn't feel was perfectly suiting this kind of B2B interview podcast that we were running. And so we essentially just chose to build our own. With I teamed up with someone who I met in the SaaS, commu- SaaS marketing community that I created, right? So in one of the emails, I sent a PS saying, does anyone know how to build web apps and is interested in podcasts? I met this guy. Um, so as we were running the service for these companies, we were also hosting on this new software we were building. That new software is Bcast. And now that's kind of split out and is a separate brand uh, that we only launched a month ago that people can now come and host a B2B podcast with us. Okay, so... There's two questions. I guess the, the first of all is what differentiates Vcast. You said the other, the other hosts weren't really doing a good job for you know this world that we're in. What, why is yours better? How to differentiate? Yeah, so there, there's a couple of things. We there's the, the the basic idea is that the person who's running a podcast, a B2B podcast that, that we want to use Vcast, is like hyper focused on getting an ROI. And so there are a number of ways you can get the ROI. One way, for example, is through sponsorship. And so to, to cater for that need, what we have done is we, we call it dynamic content insertion, but with a few clicks. Let's say you have a new sponsor that, that wants to get in, inventory on all your previous 25 episodes. In, in a few clicks, you can insert an audio clip to the start or end of any episode or any amount of episodes for any period of time. So you set a sponsorship slot for one month, you can put them in. Or let's say mm-hmm. you're trying to, for someone who's trying to generate leads for the business, if you have a webinar in 10 days, you can put a, an ad for your webinar in that will just run for those 10 oh. days. So, so, so that, that, that's one example. Um, another is we call it auto opt-in. It, a, a big challenge in podcasting is going from listener to lead. We've built this, this kind of mini feature that we, is increasing the conversion from listener to lead. It's called auto opt-in. We, we give you an email address that you can read out. And so instead of someone going to a URL and submitting a form, they can send a blank email to that email address and that goes through Bcast through Zapier into your CRM. So that's just two examples of how we, we would enable a business to increase the likelihood they'll get an ROI from their podcast. The SaaS Marketing Superstars podcast is brought to you by Zamo Digital Marketing, your go-to Facebook ads agency for scaling SaaS companies. The team at Zamo Digital are the experts in growing and scaling trial and demo signups for leading SaaS companies like Envision, 
DigitalOcean, Lessonly, and many more. Download our free SaaS scaling framework over at zamodigital.com slash framework. And now, back to the show. So now, I guess more broadly, you're offering this service now to, to set B2B SaaS companies or B2B companies more broadly. Tell me about, about that and, and how does somebody, or how does a company rather, use a podcast to generate sales? You, you kind of touched about it a little bit briefly, but you know, what would that process look like and, and what can somebody expect if they're going to invest in, in this, this project? For sure. Okay. Um, there's a couple of concepts we're going to have to discuss. The, the first of which starts with Disney. Everybody knows, knows Disney, right? So if you think about what Disney do, they are on the front end are creating insanely good content. Uh, and, but they know they can invest like hundreds of millions of dollars in the great content because they know there's this vast amount of monetization down the line they can do. For example, they introduce new, a new character like in Frozen. They can monetize so many like different Frozen things, right? And then they take that cash and they pump it back into the next one. So, so that loop between content and monetization is, is crucial if you're trying to grow a business. Right. So if you think about that in the B2B space, like we did with sales operations for this previous company, is that we, in order to elevate your brand to be an authority in any niche, you have to continually invest in great content um, and at the same time be, be seen around other famous people in, in that niche. So to get famous, you need to create content and be seen around famous people, right? And so you're only going to be able to do that if you can ensure or if you're likely to make an ROI on the content. And so applying this, this to podcasts, a, before this strategy or before Bcast, a, a business may create a podcast and have a, have a low likelihood or, or not be confident that they'll be able to monetize the podcast. Whereas if we can take a strategy where we're both looking to uh, generate an ROI from the listeners of the podcast, but also from the guests, and, and you can't pitch a guest, right? You have to just nurture those relationships over time. And so with our strategy, we are, we're picking a very specific position that mm-hmm. we want to elevate ourselves as an authority in. And then we're finding the, the people within that niche that already have an audience or that would be perfect customers or that would be perfect partners. And then we're interviewing them and then ideally looking to generate an ROI either from the listeners or from the guests over time. So we can then reinvest back into creating better, awesome content that then mm-hmm. Like makes us more of, more of an authority. We get better guests. We get an ROI, and so we're basically trying to do what Disney does, like in a very mainstream way, but in a in a specific niche. Um, and, and so the service is essentially running that. Um, we do everything apart from actually host the episodes because we need the person in the business to be famous, not not us. Okay. All right, love that. Um, and and so. Well, what's the main thing, I guess, that, that someone can, can do in this situation to, to be successful? I mean, I, I definitely believe in the, in the power of a podcast. It's one of the reasons that I just launched my podcast. Um, and and you, you've kind of, you know, spoken out kind of my thought process of why I wanted to do this. So, so I love that. Um, so let's say you're talking to another SaaS company. Let's say you're talking to me, even, right? With, I, I have a marketing company for SaaS rather than an actual SaaS. But I think, I think the principles you're describing apply the same. What, what, what advice would you give somebody in terms of, of of starting that out in terms of like, what should they be doing or maybe what should they be avoiding in terms of the pitfalls that they can come along with this strategy? Yeah, for sure. And actually, I, I think I'd broaden it out because I don't think podcasting is, is best for everybody. What I think um, you have to do is first you, you choose a specific niche, whether it's SaaS, whether it's a sub-niche within that. And, and then you say that for the next three to six months, we are on one day per week going to release the best thing we could possibly pr- produce 
in this area. And in that content, we're also going to include people that A, could be an awesome customer or B, could be an awesome partner, right? And if you do that over three months, you're going to have, well, you, you would have started relationships with 12 different people that are either great customers or great partners. And if, you, if the content is good enough, you'll also be starting to generate an audience, right? And so, like, when, well, once you've done that, and, and probably in month two, you're going to be looking at, okay, now we have this attention on the content, whether it's audio, video, or written. How can we then get the permission asset, e.g. the email address, to then nudge those people through a flow to ideally make make them t- to become customers? So uh, the, the, the magic of podcasting is that you the relationship you generate with the guest it, it, is an asset. You don't get that so much if you're just going to ask someone to contribute to a blog post. Um, if you're recording video, that's exactly the same as the podcast, basically. So mm-hmm. the, the, the tips would basically be get the niche focus right, commit and consistently publish, and incorporate guests uh, that are could be great customers or partners. Right. So, so one question I've had in my podcast, and I chatted actually with a few other podcasters recently. We meet great people. We spend a nice hour with them chatting. We kind of build this rapport. And what often happens is, you know, after you publish the episode, you don't really stay in touch with those people. Do you have a, a process for 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 how you continue those relationships once that, that episode was live? Yeah. If the, yeah. So we. we, we with each client, we have a different like step-by-step flow that we would take the, the guest through. Um, so one, let me just share a, a couple then. The one, probably the most effective has been, um, is, is in a niche where we're interviewing either customers or partners. And so at the end of the episode, after you stop recording, the host will go, thanks so much for your time. We're in, in a month, we'll send you the link you can review before we promote. Um, would it be possible for you to just uh, like, could I take just 15 minutes of your time to have a quick look at our product roadmap, like either features we just released or features we're planning to release just to get like an expert's opinion on the product. Mm-hmm. Um, we got like an 80 to 90% acceptance on that. And it's totally genuine, right? We, it, it, we do definitely need th- this feedback. Um, and then obviously if you're going through that 15 minute call and the product is going to help solve a problem or the product could help solve a problem for their audience or customers, then they that naturally will lead into a demo or into another meeting. And so that's like the probably the smoothest transition that we're currently running. Um, for other ones, we have like a five-step process where we send stuff to their house um, and like just nurture that over the long term. So I, I, I don't think it necessarily depends on on what you do so much as you have a very clear process that you have to follow for each guest to nurture that relationship over time. All right. So fantastic. So moving a little bit away from podcasting, because you do a whole lot more than just podcasting. Um, I think I first discovered you from the case studies you've been writing on your website, SaaS Marketer. Um, In-depth, long, detail-oriented uh, case studies. And if anybody hasn't checked them out, I definitely recommend that everyone go check out Tom's blog and read these case studies. Uh, you're clearly investing a lot of time in those. Um, t- tell me, tell me a little bit about that process and 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 where that fits into your strategy and, and how that maybe compares to to podcasting in terms of you know where you are and what you recommend to your clients. Yeah, sure. So this like the the, the process I just outlined um, was like sticking to a consistent schedule, trying to make the best content in niche, including partners, is exactly what I'm doing on SaaS Marketer as well, mm-hmm. and so. For the last 12 weeks, I know, for the last six weeks, 
I know, because we re-release one every other week. So for the last 12 weeks, every other week, I've released like a three to 5,000 word case study on how a SaaS company that everyone knows has grown. And so the idea there as well is that but because I have six, seven years studying online marketing, I, I can see it, it doesn't take me that long to like look at a SaaS company and understand what they're doing well, right? Mm-hmm. And so I... I, it, probably in a day, I, I can build the case study and then we release that and we promote that everywhere just like you would promote content. And the idea there is that, again, I'm uh, over time, SaaS marketing will, will become like the authority in SaaS marketing content. And, and that's basically the idea. And if over time I can monetize that content, I can then throw more resources into creating more and then we get a bigger and bigger audience and then we can like add value and improve more people's lives, but then also make grow the business, right? Um, and so the, the, the guest thing there is a little bit different though because I, I'll start writing, writing a case study five days before it go, it's supposed to go live. And uh, on that day when I start writing, I'll reach out to the company if I don't know them already and say, I'm writing this. Do you have anything you can share? Uh, some, probably about 50% of the time, I get them to reply and they'll give me something or 50%, mm-hmm. I just get nothing. And and so the I, I, I don't know if I've garnered that much of a, benefit from the relationships with those SaaS companies, but who knows what's going to happen in the future, right? Um, but the the content seems to be resonating. I enjoy writing them and the community is growing. So I'm pretty happy with, with how that is going. Yeah, I mean, I definitely get the impression that, that people are loving it because I, I see when you when you post in Aaron Kroll's group, for example, in the SaaS growth hackers, you know, I, I don't think anybody's getting as many likes and comments as, as your posts do. So that, that's kind of yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah, well, a little bit controversial because I'm no longer allowed to do that in the group. Um, okay. Which is probably fair enough because we were getting a lot of engagement. Yeah, I hear that. Um, and people got to control their groups. Um, fantastic. So, so it sounds like as a consultant, you help people with content and, and podcasting. This is kind of the core of where your marketing is. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, so I, I'm not sure if I would... I guess I am a consultant. I, I, I'm trying to move more to the agency. And okay. then we have a team. There's like eight people uh, all around the world that deliver okay. the service for clients. My role okay. there is I do the client communication. I do the strategy. And then I, then I manage the team, I guess. And, and so that's like the, the, the majority of the revenue from the business is coming from those services. It's a monthly subscription to run the podcast. Um, okay. And then the way this the, the, the business is going to scale in three ways. It's going to scale through a bigger audience and, and sponsorship. We have some sponsors on the site, on the SaaS market site. It's going to scale through the software, or it's going to scale through the agency. Um, right now, they're all growing relatively slowly, and I'm enjoying all of them. It, it may be that at some point in the future, we focus more on one than the other, or we focus more on two and, and forget about the other one. Um, but but right now, I'm kind of happy with how where they are. All right. Um, so clearly, you've proven that you know how to create great content. Um, clearly, you're doing a good job of figuring out how to get that content converting into subscribers and ultimately customers. Have you explored you know, using paid channels to promote that content and then basically driving people in? Um, to basically, That's such you know, a good question. Well, well, once you've got something that works, now your goal is how do we amplify it? I, mean, I see, you know, we run a paid ads agency. So we have a lot of people that want to promote content when that content or maybe even the sales funnel hasn't been proven yet. And then you're kind of just, you know, flushing money away. But once you've got a funnel, and especially when you believe with content, you know, that, that's the holy grail, I think, of, of, of content marketing, of, of, of any marketing, really. Um, how, how's that working for you, paid, paid ads? 
For sure. And this is I've, so topical. I've been thinking about this in the last two weeks because the way this can all scale nicely and organically with the content and SEO over time, but that's going to take years. So yeah. how can we make this go faster? And that, now it's going really well and we have traction. How can we add fuel onto the fire? Um, right. There are a few strategies that I'm happy to go through. I can tell you what's worked and what hasn't worked. So we spent a bit just boosting the post, right? Which is great. The site converts at 10% from visitor mm-hmm. to email, which is okay. But then... Yeah. The, the conversion from email into a service client is not that like it's not that great. We, we have right. thousands of subscribers. We've got two or three clients from the from the list, right? So I stopped doing that. Um, the, a strategy that I haven't tried, which I'm kind of thinking about, is running high volumes of traffic to just the software and selling a well, no, not a premium product, but for selling a one-time subscription for like a, a one-off fee for the hosting software that's capped a certain amount of downloads, right? So I know another company, a video company, they're doing this and they're, they're basically crushing. So that's one idea I'm considering in the future, but I haven't done any research into that. Yeah. The, the, the other, I spent probably $1,000 on ads. Well, what I actually haven't mentioned here is some other monetization strategy we have is that service that we're, that we're running. There's also a, like a coaching version where it's a one-off payment and that gets 12 months of the hosting software and a little bit of my time and basically a video course with all templates and scripts to run the exact same podcasting process, right? And so we've had eight students go through that, spent about $1,000 on ads. Uh, I think two of the ads, two of the students came through ads and the rest came organically through the, through the community or, or from cold outreach. And so that is... Uh, th- so that's basically what, what I'm testing, sending paid to, right? So the traffic's coming in um, cold, and I also have a retargeting ad from SaaS Marketer going to that as well. Um, collecting the email address, which goes into the SaaS Marketer community. Uh, yeah. there, there, there's like a video that explains the process. Below that video, you can book a strategy call with me, and you can also get a free trial for Bcast, right? So um, that is, is what I'm hoping is ultimately going to scale, right? Because we're if, if I can throw in $1,000 sell one client, get the $1,000 back, and I've got 200 email addresses and 10 free trials to BCAS, then that works, right? And right. so that's, that's what, what, what I'm hoping is going to work. Um, whether, we'll, we, we, whether the metrics will be correct, I'm not sure. Or, or, or no, the, answer, the, the, the question is, how long that's going to take, I'm not sure. But that's, that, that's what I think can scale. Yeah. Um, wh- which channels have you been using for, for your paid ads? I mean, I'm, just I'm guessing Facebook. Facebook ads, but... Yeah, just Facebook. Okay. I mean, not not playing around yet with uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those kinds. No, yeah, I just no, I haven't even looked at those. Okay, fair enough. Um, fantastic. Um, wow, you've, you've gone over a lot. You've taught us a lot here already. I, that's fantastic. Um, let's jump into lightning round. Let's go, you know, five quick questions, and uh, we'll go from there now. Um, so the first question I always ask is, you know, family situation, married, single kids. Uh, I have a a, a girlfriend of two years and a really cute little dog who's not in the room, so I can't show you. But yeah, so we have a partial kid. Okay. <laughs> the dog is half a kid, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fantastic. Um, what book would you recommend to our, to our listeners? Um, business book, non-business, fiction, doesn't matter. Oh, so that's a good question. I, I have prepped for this, but let, let, let me see what I get. I think like the, the most fundamental book for me about life is The Selfish Gene by Richard Dawkins. Like when I read that, or after reading that a couple of times, it kind of clicks and everything kind of made a lot more sense. So that's a general book, but let's give a marketing one as well. Yeah. I think, oh, what have we, the, 
purple cow by Seth Godin has probably been the most influential as to how I view marketing. That's like a classic. Yeah. Sure. Fantastic. Um, what is your favorite marketing tool or productivity tool right now? Mm, good question. Again, I think I would say Google Drive. Like everything we do has to be on, on Google Drive. It just keeps everything organized. Okay. And who is your favorite marketer to learn from today? Who are you paying attention to? Yeah. I think, I mean, I, 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 I built a lot of what we do on Nathan Latker. I, I think he's really good. Um, yeah. I just started listening to a podcast by Stephen Bartlett, who grew an agency that just went public. It's called The, the Diary of a CEO. Um, yeah. So I'm learning quite a lot from that at the moment. Um, actually, and I don't know if I would call this a marketer, but I started, I mean, I finished 50 Cent's new auto uh, audiobook about his life. And I guess he's not typically a marketer, but a lot of what he has done, you could see as marketing. But I, I, in answer to your question, he's not marketer, so he wouldn't he wouldn't count. Yeah, listen, celebrities like him. I mean, that's that's influencer marketing. It's building yourself up and building a brand, and I think it's marketing. Yeah. Uh, and last question I got for you is uh, your favorite uh, online community right now, or, or group that you're hanging out. In? Yeah, so I'm not going to say my one. I think the best it has to be. Um, I think indie hackers is really interesting. What they have is such a valuable asset, and okay. if you if if you're interested in communities, the sales hacker is like, again, we, we modeled ourselves a lot on that. They've just uh, pivoted to like this new community model. So it'd be in, in hacker, sales hacker. And then I think the SaaS growth hacks group is just the best, the best SaaS community on the internet for sure. Okay. And, um, and why you've got the microphone in front of you, give a little plug for your group as well. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we're we're growing. We're not as big as them. SaaS marketer, you can find if you, if you Google Google SaaS marketer, you'll be able to find, or you should be able to find the site soon, thanks to Google. Um, and then yeah, the Facebook group is SaaS marketer as well. All right, uh, sweet Tom, it's been awesome. Tell me or tell our listeners rather, uh, where can they go to learn more about you? Where's the best resources? Yeah, I think sasmarket.io for the case studies. We have the uh, the podcast as well, which is like, it's, it's kind of similar to what we've, if you enjoyed the interview today, a lot of that is basically in my podcast. So it's Confessions of a B2B Marketer that you can find on any, any podcast app. Yeah, and I'll tell listeners, you know, as well, you know, I actually just listened to one or two episodes from, from Tom's podcast as well before prepping for the, this episode. And it's definitely worth listening. I really enjoyed it a lot myself. So uh, that's great. Big recommendation. Um, sweet, Tom. This has been awesome. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a great episode. I know you provided a ton of value to the community. No, thank you. I, I, I hope it was that I didn't talk too fast, and but that I really enjoyed going through um, everything. And it, well, it really helps as well to to say that to someone else or get questions about this yourself. So, yeah. regardless of the of any listeners, it's been very valuable for me. Good, I'm glad to hear that. Great. Thanks, Tom. The SaaS Marketing Superstars podcast is brought to you by Xamo Digital Marketing. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in and keep on growing your SaaS.